All right, all right. Happy 2019. Happy New Year. Hope everybody's safe. Hope everybody made it through unscathed. Um, we're cranking up another year, I guess another season of this podcast, English and Coffee. I've got mine. Hope you got yours. Well, let's get into it. All right, so how has the new year been treating you so far? Mine's been pretty good. I mean, I ended the year off with a bang, you know, lost my three front teeth. Um, my sister came in from Spain, so that was cool. Uh, we've been hanging pretty good, but she goes back tomorrow. I have to drive her to the airport in Raleigh, so that'll be interesting. We'll be leaving about 6.30, take her up there. I think her plane lands at 11. Well, not lands at 11, but takes off at 11. But she has to be there by 9 to check out or to check in so she can leave, you know, load her baggage and all that stuff on the plane. So that'll be interesting in the morning. That's what I got coming up there. Um, today, what did we do? We went out there, went fishing, get our last little fishing trip in. I took her out about five times. Um, she caught some sharks, pinfish. I think I mentioned that in my earlier podcast. Today, we didn't really catch nothing, but it was more about just, you know, brother and sister time, hanging out, just enjoying what we could. Um, I took her to this little spot in Aurora. Um, we had some chicken strips. They're pretty good. They actually, um, you know, if you go to like Bojangles, I don't know what you have wherever you live, but they have this restaurant called Bojangles. If you order chicken strips from them, all they do is give you these little shriveled up, you know, withered old little strips of tough chicken. But this little spot in Aurora, it's one of those little mom and pop shops. You go over there, they actually take a chicken breast, cut it in half, and like each half is a strip. So they're these big, fat, juicy, succulent strips. And we got some honey mustard sauce with that and some uh, french fries. I got a Pepsi. I think she got a great Fanta. She likes Fanta. She hadn't had Fanta in a while. I guess they don't really have great Fanta over there in uh, Spain. Maybe they do. I don't know. But she said she enjoyed it. She had a good time. On the way back, we um, stopped and picked up a couple of scratch tickets. Uh, we still had a little remaining cash from the new year. How we brought the new year in is we sat down. We bought like $100 worth of scratch tickets and just went to town. I think we made about, she thought we had $98, but it was actually about $60. We went back, cashed them in, you know, here and there, and then we came back. Today, we had 30 and we uh, scratched them down. We got up to 50 so we had like a $20 increase or whatever, and then um, we played it down to about a dollar. Ended up with two Mega Million uh, scratch, not scratch tickets, but lotto plays or whatever, you know, with the numbers, where they pick the numbers and stuff. So I ended up with about two of those, so I'll have to see what happens with that. I believe either Monday or Tuesday when they do the drawing. But other than that, I mean, it's just been crazy, you know, trying to wrap everything up. Everybody's getting back to work. I started back to work um, this week. I think it worked four days. I mean, I went to work last week, but it's just like everybody's just getting back into the flow. You know, getting back, you know, going to work. We're not missing days. So next week will be my first full week of the new year. Uh, my clients are already, you know, ready. Some of them that had high levels of motivation, they're ready to get out there and look for jobs. Uh, some of the other ones are still sleeping. Um, had a lot of cancellations, but um, I got to fire them back up, get them ready, get them ready to work, get them back into shape, you know, for 2019. Uh, I've been working on some goals, getting some things in place. I put a bunch of Russian quotes on my wall because, you know, I study Russian, but um, got some quotes on my wall. I got some more stuff I want to put up. Just trying to get everything you know, lined up for the new year, get everything in order, uh, did some cleaning around the house, cleaned out one of my rooms, got rid of some stuff, threw away a lot of stuff. Um, how did you start your new year? I mean, did you 
go through the house and do a little cleaning, get rid of old stuff, stuff you haven't used, um, go through the fridge, clean the fridge out, clean the stove, you know, just get ready for a fresh start. I mean, some people, like I said, New Year is just another day, but I mean, for some, it's just like, okay, I did all this last year. What do I need to drop? What do I need to pick up and, and go from there? But, um, yeah, I'd be interested to hear what, um, how your year's starting off and any changes, any goals that you have. Uh, let's go on and, um, switch on over to, uh, I don't even know. I'm just, like I said, I'm talking, this is unscripted and I like that format. I mean, I could just talk about whatever. I, like I said, I write down one idea, like I got happy new year at the top, sisters leaving and then back to biz. So guess we're getting back to the business. All right, so let's see. I think last year I was kind of getting into the whole idiom thing. I was hitting you guys with some idioms, giving you a couple of expressions and breaking them down for you. Today I said, let me just pull up something on the internet. It's got a whole list of English idioms. So I'm going to go through a couple of them and see uh, which ones stand out. I'll take a sip of my pour over coffee. Um, I don't know, it has a different taste, you know, rather than like, you know, coming from a, a coffee maker or something like that. Pour over, it's quick, gives it a lighter, a fresher taste. Some people prefer pour over versus, you know, old school methods of making it. Uh, how do you like your coffee? Be interested to know. All right, let's see. So, what do they have here? A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. A penny for your thoughts. A penny saved is a penny earned. A perfect storm. A picture is worth a thousand words. Actions speak louder than words. Add insult to injury. There's a whole bunch of them here, but let's see. A perfect storm. A penny saved is a penny earned. I think that one's kind of self-explanatory. Bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Eh. Uh, basically, let's see. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Basically, it's like this. If you have a good thing. And then you know how they say the grass is always greener on the other side. That's another expression, by the way. But they always say the grass is greener on the other side. So this like, let's say you're in a relationship. You got a nice boyfriend. You got a nice girlfriend. Things are going great. And then you see this just beautiful person walk by and they're giving you all this attention. And you're like, man, I'm thinking about leaving the person I'm with to be with that one. Because you think the grass is greener on the other side. But when you actually drop your, you know, person that you're with and you go get with them, you realize it's not as sweet as it looks. Everything's not as it seems. So you were actually in a better spot. So that's where they come up with that expression, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. So sometimes what you have is better than what walks by. Uh, let's see here. Um, a penny for your thoughts. So basically, if you were to tell somebody, I'll give you a penny for your thoughts, you want to know their opinion. You want to know what they're thinking, especially if it's someone who's you know, one of those deep people that's just always thinking of coming up with these just brilliant ideas. And you, you know, struggle to come up with your own ideas or to solve a situation, a tough situation you're in. You're like, this person always has the right words, the right advice. So you tell them, hey, I'd give you a penny for your thoughts. You know, because you want to know their opinion, their take on your situation. Let's see. Barking up the wrong tree. Add insult to injury. Um, adding insult to injury that's pretty much like twisting the knife. So let's say somebody just got fired, right? And you just go over there and you just give them a bad time. You just tell them, well, you know, you lost that job because you were always like, you never did anything right. You know, it's adding insult to injury, putting salt on the wounds, you know. 
like they're already in a bad state of mind and here you come supposed to cheer them up but instead you put them down that would be adding insult to injury making the situation much worse than it needs to be a lot of people do that you have a lot of negative people out there in the world that just waiting to pull you down so the moment you slip there they are with the hammer boom right in the kneecap you know they don't they don't care anything about you uh let's see here's another expression by the skin of your teeth i remember when i was in sixth grade i was taking english actually and uh, i was slacking i was in there playing goofing off you know joking trying to make the little girls laugh and things like that and my teacher told me she's like demian you passed by the skin of your teeth so that means just barely did it because i mean i, I just wasn't I wasn't that focused on what I needed to be. I was focused on playing, going outside, but she passed me anyway. I believe her name was Miss Reynolds, so much love to Miss Reynolds. Shout out to Miss Reynolds. Appreciate that because after that, you know, I tightened up, made it through the rest of my classes. Let's see. Uh, don't cry over spilt milk. Yeah, I mean, to me it's self-explanatory, and to you it might be, but don't cry over spilt milk. You tell that to somebody when... Let's just say there's nothing you can do about the situation. So if you're, you know, let, let's say they buy a new car. They went out and bought a new car and they're driving it, you know, off the lot. That's always the most dangerous time to do it. But you can tell when somebody has a new car because they're driving all careful. They don't want to speed. They don't want to, excuse me, they don't want to park next to other people, you know, so shopping carts hit it. They don't, you know, they're just all overprotective. So let's just say they come out, their new car, their brand new 2019 uh, Infinity or Mercury or whatever Chevrolet Ford is scratched. Somebody went by and just keyed it. And then they're just flipping out. You know, they're having a damn, you know, conniption fit over the whole thing. So you look at it, you're like, don't cry over spilt milk. There's nothing you can do about it. You know, you either get it fixed or don't. Don't complain about it. It's not going to fix anything. So don't cry over spilt milk. Another situation might be, um, my apologies for the audio there, but there's a perfect example of a don't cry over spilt milk. So I just sat there and recorded that whole little section, and the microphone wasn't even plugged in. So that's why you hear all that noise in the background, because that was just me speaking to my tablet. I was sitting here holding the microphone, and it wasn't even plugged in. So, I mean, I'm not going to cry over spilt milk. I mean, it was some good information on there. I hope you were able to hear it. Let me know if you weren't. But, um... I'm going to keep the party going. Let's see here. Let me open my phone back up. I'm using an old school Samsung 5. Um, I used to up, update my phone like every year, you know, Christmas. That, that would be my little gift to myself. But I'm like, this Samsung 5, this S5 is doing what I need to do. So I don't need like the S6 or the S7 or the S8 or whatever level they're on now. Because, I mean, I'm going to do the same thing I'm doing with this one. And I don't even think they make the active version anymore. See, the active Samsung is the one that's got the waterproof casing, so it's a waterproof phone. I fish a lot of them outside in the elements, so I need a phone that can be protected uh, from the rain. I lost a phone. I had a, uh, I think they had a Samsung Focus back in the day. It was like some 32 gigabyte phone, not, yeah, 32 gigabyte phone, big memory, had all the apps, had all the stuff going on. And then I was out there fishing one day, and it just came down like tsunami rain, just all over the place. And I lost my phone. I knew I was going to lose my phone by the way it was raining, but the fishing was so good, I was like, freak it. So, and then when I asked for my replacement phone, they sent me a, a Samsung Focus, but it was only like 16 gig. I was like, get the freak out of here. So then I went on and jumped over to the uh, Galaxy and um, been happy with it ever since. I think I... I think the first Galaxy I got probably was, um, no, it was um, some kind of budget phone. But I went on and put a little money into this S5 when I got it. 
It's been working five ever since. What kind of phone do you use out there? Are you using an iPhone or are you an Android? Are you an Android or an iPhone person? There's, you know, there's this big debate. You know, you got people, they're like, you know, iPhone, everything. They got the iPhone, they got the um, the iPad, the um, iTablets, the iAir, the the whole Mac thing. I've just I've just never been an Apple person. I mean, I've always been a PC, Android. And as far as Android, I like Android because of the customization and the screen's a lot bigger. The the and uh, the iPhone screens are just small and if you don't do it just right, I don't know. It just it's just not as smooth as an Android. To me, personally, I believe an Android is a better phone to have. It's a better system. Um, it's developer friendly, so if you want to develop a small application or something like that, put it on your phone for your needs. You can with Apple. You got to pay for everything. Apple Music you can't just put regular music on here. Samsung, you can put any kind of music you want on there, any kind of app, any kind of video. It doesn't have to be formatted just for Apple's preference. You know what I mean? So I am a PC when it comes to computer, and I am an Android when it comes to my mobile technology. Let's see chip off the old block there's another interesting one so he's a chip off the old block so that might be like uh normally you hear that with guys and kids and stuff like that you know boys you sit there let's say his son um let's say he's like six or seven you know he's out this that this that but he's just really friendly with the ladies you know especially friendly with the older ladies like his teachers you know he's he's saying maybe some adult things but not like too adult he's just farting with them giving them a little extra attention and then somebody might say, you know, he's a chip off the old block. He's just like his dad. Now, that could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. If his dad's a womanizer, then, of course, it's a bad thing. But if his dad's actually a good person where he holds doors open for women, you know, he opens the car door or pushes, um, pushes their chairs in or waits for them to sit down, he's all chivalrous and a little young gentleman, then that's good. Be a chip off the old block. But if, his, but if he's out there um, doing things like his dad, you know, being mean to women, being rude, or just talking nasty in the streets, then um, that wouldn't be necessarily a good situation to be in. Uh, let me get one more idiom here. Um, it's a piece of cake. Okay, that's simple enough. Um, kill two birds with one stone. Okay, I like that one. Kill two birds with one stone. That would be a situation where, let's say you have a big, uh, couple of dilemmas going on. Uh, let's say you have to be to work at eight o'clock and then you have a child so you have to get your child to uh, school at eight o'clock and you're like how am i going to do this like how am i going to do this so you want to kill two birds with one stone you want to get both of the things done at the same time so you might say okay well i'm going to call up one of my friends have them drop my son off and then you know you take the bus to work or you drive yourself to work boom two birds with one stone one action one phone call save the day um yeah, there's a lot of good ones on here, but um, we'll get into those next time. Let's go on and uh, switch over to maybe some tips for 2019, your English progression, your English learning, and uh, where you're going to go from there or whatever you can use to um, add to your bucket of tips and knowledge for your study of English. So the biggest tip I think I'm going to start the year off with, I'm going to say... Do everything in your target language. I think I said that before, but I mean do everything. I'm pulling a lot of this from my sister because I gave her a lot of good information because, you know, she lives in Spain, but she doesn't really 
she said she doesn't have time to study like she needs to. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't have time? If you have five minutes, if you wake up in the morning, you have time to study language. Do everything you can in your target language. Me, when I take my showers, I take my showers in Russian. When I'm cooking dinner, I do it in Russian. When I'm going to sleep, I do it in Russian. So you have to incorporate the language into every aspect of your life. If you do that, then you never really have to stop to study because you're always studying. You know, it's just always constantly happening. You're always learning new words. You're always learning new expressions. You know, listening to music. I hardly listen to any American music anymore. Not that I don't like American music. It's just, I already know English. I mean, it's just no benefit to me. So anything I listen to in Russian is just always interesting. It's just like every day my hunger, my passion for the language grows more and more and more. And that's how it should be when you actually incorporate it into your life. So it's not like a chore that I have to do. Like, I need to study for three hours. No, I probably studied nine hours in the day because I'm always doing something in the language. Anytime that I'm not having to speak in English, you know, I'm thinking in Russian, trying to write in Russian. Oh, a good thing I did is um, I downloaded a um, a little uh, Denevnik. I uh, put a little journal in my phone. Um, it's a Russian application because my phone, of course, is in my target language. So I downloaded the journal. And, you know, when I have five minutes here, five minutes there, I write a little entry in. So I get my writing in for the day, expressing my thoughts. It's more of those um, sitting here, you know, thinking about this, waiting for my client to come out. Maybe later on I'll cook some dinner or I might talk about something funny that I just heard. So I just put that on my phone. I think it was like maybe... I'm going to say the third or the second. I went on and put that on my phone, and I've been using that. It's a great little tool. You can add pictures. They have a paid version of it, but I haven't paid for it. I mean, there's no need. Like I said, it's Android. Everything's free, so I don't necessarily need pictures in my things. But if I did want to put a picture in it, then I would add it. Um, they also have an option to share, so I think that's pretty cool. So you can type up your entry, and you can share it with your language partner. So if you want to write you know, a freaking saga, you can, and then just send it over and let somebody check it. You know, they can give you the little proofread, touch up your English, give you a little, a little refresher, a little breather. Um, but I think that's, that's a lot of information. I mean, I've talked a lot here. Uh, don't really have any main things I want to go over. Oh yeah, I will tell you, um, I did go to the dentist. Um, I have started that whole process because as you remember, I had the little accident on the rock jetty. So here's, here's the situation with that. All right. I went in there. Now, I don't know about you, but I watch a lot of YouTube videos. You know, most of it's edutainment. I don't just sit up there and watch stuff to laugh, you know, unless it's in Russian. So, you know, but that's me. Okay, anyway, but anyway, I watched a lot of videos on dental procedures, like uh, fixing chipped teeth, like what they actually do. Um, and it was just supposed to be some little 30-minute deal. But let me tell you something. That was pretty freaking intense. I mean... There was no pain. They gave me a shot of Novocaine. You know, he put the shot in there. I didn't even I didn't even think I needed the shot, but he gave me the shot of Novocaine. Novocaine. He put it in there. And I mean, they worked on one tooth for like what seemed an eternity. I mean, it was probably like 20 minutes, but I mean, it seemed like they were literally standing in my mouth and then fixing my tooth from the inside. I mean, it was just getting blasted with the little water pick thing they used, and it was just you know just spraying the water in your mouth. And the nerves and everything that were exposed, it was just so cold. And he was just sitting there shaping and buffing the tooth. I mean, but in the end, I mean, the tooth came out nice. But that was just one of them. That was the one that just had the little minor chip on it. But the other two, he was talking about he wants to take them out. I'm like, hold the freaking bone. You know, my teeth aren't, like, hurting, so why do you want to take them? But I'm thinking he gave me the option 
talking about taking them because that would probably be cheaper than getting a root canal because he said a root canal per tooth would be $2,500. So that's like $5,000 just for the root canal, not even counting the bridge that he wants to build for my teeth, you know, to repair my smile and everything like that. I'm like, that's freaking crazy, man. I mean, dentistry is just one of those one of those things where, I mean, you don't know if you're getting gypped. It's not like I can freaking build a bridge for my teeth. So you just kind of got to trust your dentist. I'm going to a pretty good dentist, but I mean, this stuff's expensive. I guess that's why some people go outside of the country to get dental work. Uh, because I saw this video where this girl was up there and she got like the whole Hollywood veneer smile. Uh, her teeth weren't even jacked, but she got all her teeth filed down. I mean, they gave her like a million dollar smile. The whole treatment in three days, just three days for like $2,500. She got it done in Turkey. I watched the video on it. I thought that was pretty cool. So I was thinking, okay, well, she got a whole freaking set of teeth for $2,500. I'm just trying to get like three teeth fixed. And he's talking about $2,500 per tooth. Get the freak out of here. For this one tooth that I did get cleaned, $557. You want to talk about what the freak. I just paid it out of pocket. I was like, I'm going to do this a little bit right here. And I'm going to roll the rest of it over. So I'll probably call call up there next week and then find out um, what the other options are. Uh, because the one, you know, take the teeth out. And then the other one's with the root canal. And I'm sure they got another option. But I was just like, you guys are just going to have to give me a minute because it's a lot to take in. I mean, it was intense. You know, but he told me, the one thing he said, he was like, oh, what you went through today was minimal compared to what it's going to be. So... I already know I got my work cut out for me, but I'll get through it. I'll update you guys on how everything goes with that. As I'm working on getting my uh, my smile back, but I like my smile now. It has it has a little more character. It's a little more defined. You know, it's not just that basic smile. Now you know you got the little chips and stuff. It's a little lived experience, so I kind of like the look. But um, I guess for my work, since I'm up in people's faces talking all the time, you know, you got to have that little bling bling when you you know smile and present yourself and you present your clients and things like that. But it's neither here nor there. It's always a good time. Any day above ground is a great day. Remember that. So I think we're going to take a short break. Come back and close it out. All right. So that brings us to the end of our, is this our first 2019 podcast? I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, yeah, that brings us to the end of it. We're at the bottom of the cup. So the coffee was great. As I said, I was sipping that pour-over coffee. I make it from time to time, but I think I'll do it a little more often just because it was, it was a lot fresher than that other way I make it. You know, I just, I'm old school. I have a, um, a saucepan. I put it on the stove, put a little water. Well, I fill my cup up first, and I pour the water in the uh, saucepan, heat it up, put my coffee in there, mix it, pour it, and try not to freaking get the uh, the grounds in my cup. But, yeah, I think I'm going to do a couple more of these uh pour-overs here and just see how I like it, if pour-over is going to be my new thing for uh, 2019. I don't know yet, but um, I hope everything's going well, and uh, I guess I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Take care. <laughs>